Hello and welcome to the Glow My Podcast. I'm your host, India. The purpose of this podcast is to empower the listener through experiences in my life and those of my guests. It's all for the purpose of facilitating your glow up. If you'd like to follow us on social media, my name on Instagram is at glow underscore mob and mob is spelled M-O-B-B. Now without further ado, let's get into it. Hey beautiful people, how are you? I hope that you're doing well. So I'll actually be posting a whole lot more. (laughs) I'll be making a whole lot more podcasts, um, episodes than normal. One of the reasons I'm doing this is because I know that some people need to remain encouraged and not only just remaining encouraged, but what better time to stimulate your mental on things that you might not have taken time for prior to this, you know, because life is really busy uh, for some of you, for many of you. So I said uh, a couple of episodes ago that I was going to take some topics from my book, um, from my first book, 101 Dating Red Flags, and talk about them. And this is going to be one of them. This, <laughs> this is, this is going to be fun. So grab a cup of tea, grab your champagne, grab a cup of wine, grab something, a snack, and we are going to talk, okay? We're going to talk, and the subject is sexually selfish. I have so, I have a story for you, personal story, and we're going to go from the book as well. Um, with me right now, I have a glass of rosé, so it's all good, and I'm ready to, hopefully I don't burp in your ear. <laughs> nah, just <laughs> This is a really, you know, the Martini and Rossi, uh, this is not an ad, but I'm just going to say the Martini and Rossi one. It's actually really good, and um, it's like it's not expensive, but you can't buy like cheap, cheap, cheap champagne. I I talk about that on uh, the blog where I show you how to make cotton candy uh, champagne um, because you'll end up with a headache. You know, you wanna you wanna buy something that's about midway. So, and I think this would be about midway. I used to be like really into Moet like years ago. Um, and especially because I could shop on base, on the military base. The Moet was only like $35, $40 a bottle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's good for good quality champagne. Um, so I used to just, you know, I had so many bottles of Moet. It's not even funny. So, um, oh, right now, before I even get started, I want to let you know that you can read my book digitally, which is <laughs> what the best way to have anything right now, right? For free. Um, if you go to Amazon.com, type in 101 Dating Red Flags, and you'll see what I'm talking about. The Kindle version, you can actually read it for free. Um, so definitely go ahead and check it out. I would love to, you know, after you read it or, you know, write a review. Um, reviews help. Be kind. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's over 230 pages of, of stuff. Um, but I break it down. You know, I break it down 
um, from children, the exes, sex, social media, online dating, morals, money, communication style, insecurities, control, and I discuss red flags from each one of those topics. I'm really proud of this work because this is something that I would want to read if I didn't create it. And I think that's what what made me actually create it. When I first wrote this book, it was published in May of 2019. You know, I published it and I don't know, something was just nagging at me for months where I didn't feel like I did the best that I could. So I took it off the shelves and I went through the whole book again and I added pages and I took away fluff, you know, and I added really, really good content. So this is actually the second edition. Um, So you're getting the best of the best here from me. (laughs) Um, And I feel really comfortable with it right now. And it's a pretty book. Like I like that, you know, I like bougie things. It's To me, it's just pretty. (laughs) I design all the covers of my books and stuff like that. Um, So anyway, this is not about me, but just having a conversation with you. So... The subject that we're going to talk about today is from chapter six, red flag number 53, titled, He's Sexually Selfish. And it's on page 112. Page 112, where the players dwell. Nah, it's playing with you. Um, Give me a moment while I get to it. Okay. <laughs> now I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you something personal about me as well, but I'm also going to read, I'm actually going to read um, from the book. So if you have it, follow along. If not, what are you waiting for? Go get it. You can read it for free right now. Go get it. Um. So this is red flag number 53. When a man cares nothing about your needs during sex, this is a red flag. Right. And before I even go into it, caveat, we're all adults, right? We've all had sex at some point or you're going to at some point. And this book really isn't just about singles. This book is for people who are engaged and married as well. So you can learn a lot. I've gotten feedback from married women that are like, my goodness, you know, some of these topics have really helped. So anyway. When a man cares nothing about your needs during sex, this is a red flag. He's extremely selfish and is basically using your body as a cum dispensary. <laughs> I know you're worth more than getting some guy off and laying there unpleased. Now, you shouldn't be surprised of the conver- of the way my book is written. It's just the way I talk to you, right? Conversation, like girl talk. Real talk, girl talk, fun talk. <laughs> Anyway, let me read on. I once dated <laughs> I once dated this type of sexually selfish man very briefly, and he was a new kind of selfish because he was 12 years older than me. I thought he would be able to please a woman and have it down to a science at this point in his life. It wasn't that he didn't have the equipment and what it took to please me. He was just lazy about it. 
I talked to him on two occasions about how I wasn't being pleased and there were there were certain things I wanted him to do. He brushed it off like a child and changed the subject. So I stopped messing around with him. A man is going to always come, no matter if it's premature or if he can go for a straight hour. Some women need foreplay or oral sex to really stimulate their body. And if he's too lazy to even participate in that, you need to just drop him. Uh, There's no reason that you should be turning over in bed feeling unsatisfied after he snores from his orgasm. There's no reason that you should be going into your bathroom or another room with your toy after you've had sex with him to please yourself. That's completely on him. That's uncalled for. Men like this disgust me because they actually don't care about your body. It's like they're using your vagina as a place to have sex and is separated from you, the person. And you're worth more than this. Don't feel pressure to keep sleeping with a sexually selfish man. You, you, you have to care about your own needs. So I'm going to stop there. And first of all, I'm going to take, let's take a sip. I'm going to take, take a sip of rosé. good um mm, so good (laughs) okay so I said I said a lot there but I I I actually it was short right but I said a lot (laughs) and there's something it's it's so important you know I mean we're not you know 21 anymore most of us most of my listeners are not but if you are you can still learn from this where a guy basically rabbit fucks you and you don't get off um because a lot of women don't at that age you don't really know your body um you don't really know what you want now some women were advanced some young ladies were advanced and did but I personally I didn't know my body at that time um it actually took (laughs) having a relationship with a woman that made me actually know my body and um some of you probably just dropped your whole face right now but yeah it did and that was my first and last and um yeah (laughs) that's a whole nother podcast episode (laughs) Don't worry. I, I'm walking over here to turn off this. Um, this is so impromptu. Um, this is not an ordinary podcast because you're hearing me move around a little bit. I'm sorry about that noise. I'm going to keep still. So, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if you don't know your own body, <coughs> excuse me, it's hard to... It's really hard to um, know what you want. So you have to explore. And if he, if you, if you, what's even worse is when you know your body and he's not doing the things that you want or need in order to get you there. 
it's sexual it's selfish that's what it is men like i said whether they're premature ejaculators or if they actually come after an hour they're going to come fellas the key to a woman's body now we're all different some women love to just be pounded for an hour some women don't even want that it's all about what your lady wants and what she, what you being in tune with her but don't think that every woman just wants your, your you know your penis inside of her and you pounding her like that's whack sometimes you know sometimes what leads up to the act is more exciting than the act itself you know, sometimes it's the way you look at me. It's the way you touch me. It's the way you caress me. It's certain places that you kiss. It's certain places that you use your mouth, you know. And those are that's fun. You can really have fun with your partner. And the, the reason why I said drop him. Now, some of you are married, so you're going to have to work on this. But if you're not. I, and you have spoken to this person. I don't see the point of keeping them around. Because you're wasting time. Nobody has time to waste. What has this, what has this coronavirus taught us? On a collective global scale. We don't have time to waste. You know. Um, I've faked orgasms before in the past. For whatever reason. It was either they weren't doing it. Right, and I was just sitting there tired of, you know, trying to connect or whatever, and I just was like, uh huh, uh, and right, and there have been times where I was just like, get off me, um, because I didn't even want to, you know, what I'm saying, it just, it just doesn't make any sense, because if I can, I can please myself, if this is the case, like, it just doesn't make any sense. And some of you are like, oh, well, I'm a pleaser. What if, if that's what, if that's, if you're a pleaser, fine. <laughs> it's fine. I can't argue with that. But this is about someone who's sexually selfish, right? So let me tell you about this dude. So I was in Afghanistan, right? And many of you know, I lived over there for three years. And the reason why I think I always go back to Afghanistan, because that's the last country I was in, but I lived in many different countries. But this this specific, specific instance happened in Afghanistan. And yes, people are having sex in Afghanistan uh, when they can. <laughs> so he, um, he was like a blip, you know. You know, I've settled as well. And usually my settling was geographically convenient, you know, because here I am in the middle of nowhere, slim pickings. All right, I'll take you, you know, it kind of, you know, you'll help me pass the time by. Now, I don't necessarily believe in the Zodiac, but I am born under the Gemini sign. And when I read and read about a Gemini person or what they're supposed to be, describes me <laughs> almost to a T like one like truly truly we can be very fickle like one minute I'm interested in you and the next I'm not but we are so loyal when it comes to our friendships and stuff and I'm not into the zodiac but I'm just saying like 
it surprised me because I read it out of curiosity. Anyway, so this dude, <laughs> much older than me, and I've always been with older men. I've always dated older men. And, you know, you think they have their stuff together. We were friends at first, probably for like the first year of being in Afghanistan. We were like just friends. He would flirt with me every now and then. I knew he liked me, but we were just friends. And um, <laughs> I was actually into someone else. And that person and I didn't work out. I thought that I actually thought that I found my husband over there, the first guy. I think I talked to you all about him, but it didn't work out. So I was hurt and he was my friend and he was there and he was a body and that's the way I saw it. Like I'm I'm not I'm not a if you haven't figured it out by now, I'm not really a typical female room <laughs> too. You know what I'm saying? Like and I was just like, okay, whatever. So one night it happened. Ugh, it lasted maybe two minutes. And I was like, okay, this is a fluke. Sometimes it's just a one-off thing, you know? Y'all know about that. You know, like, the first time, it really is bad. Like, sometimes you can have great chemistry with someone. And as soon as you get in bed, it's just different. Sometimes it'll carry over. But sometimes that chemistry does not carry over to the bedroom. It's like, but we're so good outside of the bed. Why can't we be good in bed? <laughs> If this hasn't happened to you yet, you're lucky. But it does happen. It's kind of like, man, you know, like when we when it's fun and exciting and I can't have you, it's it's just so intoxicating. But when I can have you, it's kind of like it's boring. Like go back, go back away so I could want you again. <laughs> so anyway, it was like a one-off and I, you know, I was like, okay. And then the second time I was like, we need to have a talk after the second time. Um, one of the things that I want to say is you don't have to be, you know, shaking your neck and popping your neck and rolling your eyes and stuff like that. When you tell a man, you know, what he's not doing, um, this is a conversation that you can have. You can just be sitting down, you know. I would never text it. Don't text. This is not a conversation you have in text. Honestly, this isn't even something that I would have over the phone. This is something I would have face to face. And don't text them and be like, we need to talk. Because what happens is when you tell a man we need to talk, he's already on the defensive when he comes. And he's probably going to avoid seeing you for a couple of days because he don't want to hear it. He thinks you're going to bring up something from the past or something like that. He's like, I don't feel like dealing with this right now. You know what I'm saying? So those we need to talk texts, I talk about that in the book. Stop it with those. Know in your mind that you're going to have a talk with him the next time you see him. And that's it. That's more than enough, right? So um, sat down face to face. We kind of were chilling, you know, a little bit. And I was like, you know, I want to talk to you about something. And... No, I don't. I didn't say that. I didn't say no. I'm talking about. I said, you know, I I, pre I pretty much just put it on the table. I was like, listen, um, if we're going to continue this, there's certain things that I want you to do, you know, because I want I want my body to respond 
to you. I want to, because the first two times, you know, I don't know what happened. And I kind of just really put it. And then he actually said, (laughs) he was in like total denial. (laughs) He was like, no one's ever complained about this before and this and that. And I was like, well, I'm not everyone. And who you're dealing with right now is me. And I was like, listen, if we didn't have to have a cross, we didn't have to cross that line. I was like, we don't have to do this again. I'm just letting you know if it happens again, this is what I need you to do. Like, I'm good if we don't, but I'm just letting you know. I'm not, you know, (laughs) you're not just going to be getting pleasure out of using my body. Like, that's ridiculous. Um, We don't have time for that. So he, um... Y'all, the third time he did. After the third time, I never messed with him again. Um, In fact, it affected our friendship as well. He still didn't do what I told him. And I'm someone who knows what she likes. And I'm someone who is very open. And and, um, I love to be, you know, there's levels that you need to be with certain people. Um, that you can be with certain people, but I don't see the point of having sex if it's not going to be enjoyable. I don't see the point. Like, what do they say? I could have had a VA. I could have had a glass of rosé instead. You know, like, come on. Speaking of which, let me pour a little bit more in here. It was just, it was so bad. And so I told him, I said, you know, this is done. And he, I was just... I couldn't kind of let it sit because I was like, this is ridiculous. So one day, because we're still friends, right? And we, we shared like a, a truck out there. And so, so I still had to see him every now and then. And I was just like, I said to him one day, I said, you know, while we were driving on the base and I was like, you know, I find it really hard to believe what you told me about how uh, no one ever complained. And I said, listen, I don't know any grown-ass man who's not going down on women. He's like, I just don't like to do it. I just don't like to do it. I was like, I didn't even know they made dudes like you. I didn't even know they made... Now, I remember being like 21, maybe 22, and I encountered one guy who was like that. We were both young in the military and stuff, but... After telling him, he did it, and he enjoyed it, and he was great, and it was good. So, but this guy wasn't even willing to try. He was not willing to try. And it was just crazy to me. I was like, you've been, so you, he was married for like 16 years and then divorced. He has, she has children. Um, I was like, so you never, he was like, I mean, I did it once or twice, but it's really just not my thing. Hmm. And then I was like, you know what? If you plan on being with a a woman of standard, you're going to need to get over that. I was like, I'm just talking to you real. Like, you've known me platonically for a while. And even before that, you know, the the fact that we even had sex, you know, I kind of threw that in the trash. It It was fine. It was done. It was over with. I didn't have nothing. I didn't want nothing else to do with him on that level. And then he was like, um, I was like, you know, and if you find a woman a standard who actually want to be with you, I didn't want to be with him. So I wasn't talking about myself. And that's what she likes. You're going to lose her. 
You're going to lose her because she's not going to be willing to compromise. Why would why would you? You know, why would you willing be willing willingly to compromise your own pleasure for him? Doesn't make any sense. He's a man. That's all he is, nothing more and nothing less. It doesn't make any sense. If I'm going to have to use my toy after being with you, then I don't need you. It, does, it doesn't make any sense to me. It literally is a blank screen. That's how I picture things. <laughs> when things don't make sense to me, you know what I see in my brain? A white wall with nothing on it. It's just, I'm, I'm just, I'm, it's a block. I have nothing. So, time for another sip. <laughs> So he goes, um, it was just the denial is, is the thing that bothers me the most ladies and gentlemen, hopefully there's some men listening to this. I mean, it's okay. It's okay if you don't know, but don't deny it after you do know. That's just crazy. That's where the selfishness comes in. Because if you don't know, you don't know. And that's where you come in, ladies. The responsibility isn't all on the man. You need to be vocal about what it is that you want and what it is that you need. Because if you're faking orgasms and you've been with him for a couple of years, he thinks that what he's doing is working. You need to take charge of what it is that your body wants and what it is that your body needs. And there's no shame in that, right? You're in a relationship with someone. And when you're having sex with someone, you're sharing, you're communicating with them on a whole nother level. On probably the closest level that we can communicate with anyone without words. And you're choosing (laughs) to be unfulfilled. If you're shy about this topic, you're going to have to get over it. Because if you're not shy to have sex and show your body and put your ass up in the air, then you shouldn't be shy to open your mouth. Truly. I'm just I'm having big sister. I'm having big sister talk with you. Come on, can't be shy about that. Can't be shy. And the reason I say you can't be shy about it is because... I mean, you can be, and that's okay. Let me go ahead and refrain from that. I'm not trying to judge you. Definitely trying to help. Now, I might be a little bit out of breath. I had to stop the recording because there was a bug, a stink bug near me. And I don't play around with bugs. So it's killed. It's dead. It's taken care of. This is why I hate spring. Truly, I don't like any season but winter. So, continuing on. You can feel and be exactly who you are. But I feel like if you're responsible enough to be having sex and you need to be responsible enough to know what it is that that you like and don't like and to communicate about it. That's really what I meant. So, um, what if you're shy about talking about it? Um... Well, that's when you can probably start with a text message, you know, and just be like, you know, I really like when you 
if you would or this and that or send him a video clip or something you gotta get a little bit creative if you're shy um I find that beating around the bush with certain type of topics don't really kind of bring them home. So, I mean, you can try it, but if it doesn't work, you probably will have to end up just talking to him. And if he loves you, and you know when your man loves you, you know when you are loved and appreciated, then you know that you'll be accepted, you know, with this. You know that he'll accept exactly what you're saying and he's going to change his behavior um, or do something different. Um, he will. If he doesn't care about you, if he doesn't change it, then he doesn't care about you in that manner. Truly, it's, it's, this is why it's a red flag because it's showing you, I mean, you've already crossed the line and had sex, but that's okay. It's showing you that this person may not be for you. And yes, sex can break up a relationship. I mean, shoot, sex is keeping a lot of y'all in a relationship. <laughs> a lot of y'all are with some bad men because they have good sex. Makes no sense. So reverse that around, you know? Reverse that around. If he's a good man having bad sex, he can be talked to and coached. I mean, nobody wants to be coaching a grown-ass man, but sometimes you might have to coach him how you want your body to be treated. And if he's receptive to that, then you'll get in a rhythm. And it could be really fun teaching him as well. You can make that really, really fun and get creative with it. Showing him what you want, pointing. They have all kinds of adult games and such. You know, you could be like, you know, Tonight is a little tutorial. You know, you can make it really sexy. It doesn't have to be like we're sitting down and we're having a formal talk about the fact that you don't please me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It can be. You can actually make it very sexy. And if it's a challenge for him, he's probably going to be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. You know? Um, however, if he, like I said, if he doesn't care about you, then he's not going to be receptive at all. And that's when you need to start, um, uh, you know, start realizing that you're with someone who really doesn't care about, about, about your orgasms. He doesn't care about your pleasure. And that's important. And some of you are like, well, I don't put such an emphasis on sex. And you know what? That's fine, too. However, it's not really all about sex, is it? It kind of trickles into other parts of the relationship. I bet if you are that type of person, you can also see in other parts of your relationship where he's lacking as well, where you might have told him or expressed something about something that you needed or something that you wanted and he ignored it or diminished what it is that you, you actually wanted it's not just about being in the bedroom. It's just that this is kind of like a barometer, right? It's kind of like a barometer for like how your relationship is going. Um, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I think we all, you know, we've all faked orgasms a time or two. Even if, you know what, we, we've even, I've even, let me say this, I've even faked orgasms with, with people 
with a when I was in a relationship with someone and we had great sex. I mean, we had amazing sex. We were horrible at our relationship, but we did really well when we were in the bedroom. <laughs> this is the guy that I was with in Kuwait. I talked to y'all about him. I think I did. <laughs> anyway, we were horrible for each other. Um, we broke up like 26 times in two years. It was just, it was craziness, you know? But at the time, like I said, it was like I settled because it was slim pickings. And, but we had amazing, great sex. But I knew, even then, I was, what, 26? Even with my 26-year-old mind, I knew that it was not going to go past this. Because it can't. It can't. It has to be, it has to be pretty level on all, on all fronts. Not just, in the, not just in the bedroom and not just outside of the bedroom. It needs to be leveled in both places. You see what I'm saying? Because what happens is when you're not being pleased, fellas, you need to listen to this when you're not pleasing because I know a lot of men who will who will just be like come out and say look if she's not doing it someone else will ladies I mean fellas same thing goes for women you don't think that there's a lot of women out here who will keep you who they'll keep you but they're gonna be getting it from someone else getting what they need from someone else if you're not giving it to them They'll keep you because you pay the bills. They'll keep you because you're a good father. They'll keep you because you're a good provider. They'll keep you because, you know, you, you've been together so long. They don't know how to get rid of you. They'll keep you. But they're not sharing their most intimate moments with you. And don't you want the full package? And I was saying this before, ladies. It's very important that you take charge of what it is that you want. You have to speak up. Because if you don't talk up, if you don't speak up about it, he's not going to know what you like or what you don't like. Even if you've been in a relationship for a while and it's gone stale, you know, it's kind of like you find yourself kind of being in the same routine and you want to try something new. This applies as well. That's why I said my book is not just for, for people who are dating. This is for people who've been together as well. It's not... You know, and you want to try something new and you really kind of don't know how to tell him. Because what he what, what y'all used to do is just not working anymore for whatever reason. You could have gained weight. You could have lost weight. Your hormones could have changed. You could have had a child. You know, maybe you're feeling like you want to get a little bit more frisky in certain areas. So you want to try something new. And you need to be able to be vocal with your partner about that. Versus just keeping quiet and not being pleased it just doesn't you know it just doesn't it's just it just doesn't go together um these talks have to be had um i know that when you're dating the subject of sex comes up sometime right and i talk about this in the book as well it is a red flag when they talk about sex um, I don't think there's a such thing as too early, but I do think that there is a such thing as too much, if you see what I'm saying. Like, 
you can end up being really comfortable with someone to the point that you start speaking about sexual type things not saying that you're gonna do it but just saying the type of things that you that's happened to you or whatever on your first date but if he all he does is bring up sex 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 sex, sex, and you haven't even slept with him yet about what he wants to do with you and stuff like that and this is the second time you've seen him that's a red flag just a red flag i mean sometimes we are simply irresistible and that's great but if he don't have if he doesn't have self-control then something's wrong with him red flag um so that's i mean that's the more i need to take a sip of my champagne hold on i would love to know you know, what do you think about this? You know, do you agree? Do you disagree? A way that you can comment and stuff is when I post this on my on my social media that the podcast is out. Because after I record one, I always post it. You can comment on it and say, you know, I listen to it. I agree, disagree. DM me. I'm very approachable. Like, I'm not like, you know. And actually, I'm looking for some people to actually interview. We don't need to be in the same room <laughs> um, at all. We can be, you know, with the social distancing and everything like that. Um, I bet since I've been talking, you probably forgot all about the fact that we are all socially isolating right now. Because I know I did. I'm sitting here talking about this, and I literally just forgot. I forgot about it. It's a good thing. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to look. I want to look at this chapter really quick to see if I forgot anything that I want to include. Because I can't stand after I do a podcast. And I'm like, oh, no, I should have told them that. Ah." Also in the chapter of... You know, the subject of sex in the book, I talk about when they don't want to wear protection, you know, the condom, quote unquote, slipped off. You know, he's addicted to pornography. Sex is the priority. You developed a soul tie. Now, that one is really, really good. That's one that um, I'm definitely going to come on and do a podcast about that as well. But I want to begin interviewing people shortly I really do the thing about interviewing other people is it it just has not worked out because everyone was so busy maybe now that people are home they got time hopefully um so we can get I want a male opinion I want a guy's opinion on this um not <laughs> I want a guy that I don't know. So if it, let me say that. I don't I don't want a personal male opinion. Um a person that I'm with or I know. I want an opinion of someone who is outside. I want an I want to have an objective conversation. Basically, let me just say that. I don't want it to be somebody that I'm with or whatever. I don't talk about my relationship status currently at all. But I'm just saying, I don't want that. All right, India, how many times are you going to say that? Like, 
<laughs> the people get it. <laughs> so if you are interested in being on the podcast, it doesn't matter if you're male or female, um, go to glowmob.com, G-L-O-W-M-O-B-B.com. Click on contact and there's a form literally right there. I will get your email. I will receive it. I will respond. We will do something. And also, in interviewing you, if you have something that you'd like to promote, yeah, you can promote it. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, you're not going to promote it for 30 minutes, but you'll get a couple of minutes and, you know, get a chance to put your social media handle on here and everything so people know where to follow you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I prefer, you know, to talk to someone who has some experience under their belt to me, that doesn't denote an age. It just means, you know, some experience on the about and some common sense and also someone who isn't very, very shy because I'm going to, we got to talk. <laughs> we got to be able to talk. Um, yeah. So what did we learn today? What did we learn today? <laughs> and then what? <laughs> That's what I like to say sometimes is a sexually selfish man is a red flag. And fellas, it's the same thing goes for sexually selfish women. That's something I forgot to say. Um, Ladies, if you are a pillow princess, meaning you don't do anything, you just lay there. Guys, some men don't want that. Some men like it, some men don't. But fellas, you need to be able to uh, let her know. Look, you need to move. And I think sometimes men can be a little bit more vocal. (laughs) It just depends. There's shy guys out there. Um, But we need to... The whole thing is communication. You got to please him. You can't be like, I don't put that in my mouth. Come on. You can't be like that. I don't put that in my mouth. I don't do that. I don't do that. Actually, you know what? You can be like that. Some of you have had trauma. Some of you have had things happen to you. But my thing is this. If you've had trauma to the point where it bothers you to suck a dick, then you definitely need to go to therapy and get that taken care of before you get into a relationship. Truly. And then you can come into a relationship as a as a healed person and be able to have a full-on relationship. The same thing goes with self-esteem issues and stuff. It it's never really good coming in with self-esteem issues because this person could be like the most amazing person ever, but because you feel so bad about yourself or some we feel bad about ourselves. I'm included in this as well. Um we don't trust them. And we accuse them and everything is an issue. And then we end up losing them, a really good person, based on things that really didn't weren't valid. And that's why we say, you know, they're they're gonna be there when you get back. You take care of you first, always. That's the foundation. It starts it begins with us, every single one of us on an individual basis. We have to be somewhat of a whole person before going into something else no one's going to be able to heal you I don't care if you're a man or a woman no one's going to be able to heal your wounds for you they just can't do it It, and and it's unfair to even put that burden on them 
Just like it's unfair for you to think that they can read your mind that they're not pleasing you. That's really unfair. You 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 can't do that. Cause how will they know if you've been faking orgasms? How's he gonna know he's not pleasing you? And fellas, how is she gonna know that you don't like the fact that she's always on her back and that she doesn't ride you or that she doesn't like doggy style or she doesn't, you know, go down on you or she's not spontaneous or she doesn't initiate sex? How's she gonna know if you don't talk about it? You have to speak about it. Cause I think I want to say, generally, if someone's with you and they've been with you for a minute, they they really do have your best interests at heart. Everyone's not bad. They really do have your best interests at heart. So, have the talks, you know. Like I said, you can do it in a very creative and sexy way. Like, they have all kinds of adult games I like I like practical things, right? So I'm going to give you like just straight up real ideas. There's some adult games that you can get. You might have to Google them because honestly, I don't know the sites. But there are props and toys and all kinds of things that you can get. Go ahead and Google it. Whatever it is that you're into. I'm, we, we don't judge here. Um, and, you know, maybe get it and... Show it to your partner. You know, you're having a, a nice evening. The wine's flowing or whatever it is. Or you're just chilling and you're just like, babe, look, I, wanna, I want you to take a look at this, what I purchased. And, you know, you can just be like, look. Just look at their reaction, you know. And just be like, you know, I think it would be really hot if we tried this. You know, it could be a paddle, you know. I want you to spank me with a paddle versus using your hands. I mean, some people, you know, you might just want to try to incorporate a little bit of leather <laughs> or whatever. Um, you know, you don't have to sit down across the dinner table and have a formal talk and like, well, you know, you're not making me orgasm. No, you can actually be in the space. And here's another really good idea. Like, let's say... Some of you like candles or don't like candles, but let's just say this. Light some candles in the room or light one or have your diffuser. The point is have a little bit of light in there because you want to have it dim enough to where it's intimate, but you want to have some light so that he sees, he or or she sees what it is that you're talking about. You got the mood going. You might have some music playing. You might not. doesn't really matter about the music. And... You begin to please yourself in the way you want them to do it. And you tell them, I want your hand here, or I want your mouth here, or I want your tongue here, or I want your lips here, or whatever appendage or object or whatever it is that you wanted, wherever you wanted it. Show them. And sometimes just the visual of your face in ecstasy is gonna make them be like okay okay all right sure you know some people are more receptive to that kind of um interaction versus having a formal talk about it you know in the situation with me I think it was it was really more so like look 
you know, I'm, 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 he was a space filler, you know, I can't even skate around it. He was just someone to waste some time with, to be honest with you. And if I could turn back time, I would have just remained his friend because then we would have still been in touch and we would have just been friends. That's it. I didn't need to get to know that other side of him. I didn't need to get to know that he was sexually selfish. Because when we were friends and we would talk about our sex lives, he would claim that he was, you know, pleasing everybody that he was with. And that's okay. I could have stayed with that impression of him without ever knowing for myself. Perfectly fine. But, um... And that's another thing, that, that's a whole nother podcast where we can get into talking about, um, you know, crossing the lines with friends. Um, I think I cover something like, no, actually, I don't cover that in the red flag book because it's not really a red flag. Um, actually, I think I do. There's so many, when I said it's 101 <laughs> and I added bonus ones. So really it's like 120 red flags in here and it's not nitpicky. It's not, um, petty, like picking on petty things. Oh, he didn't take out the garbage. So break up with him. No, it's nothing like that. It's, 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 these are real, real things and things that can lead to really, really serious things. Um, like control issues and trust issues and stuff like that. You want to make sure you pay attention to certain signs. But yeah, you know, there's there's all kinds of ways that you can you can be and you can get really creative. And I think it's really important to to incorporate that. Because if you don't, what's the point? Really think about that. I'm going to take a sip of champagne. What's the point? It's like... I can't even think... I can't even think of something else. Um, I can't even think of, like, another example. It just has no point. Just think of, you know, there's other things that don't have a point. Um, and that would be one of them. It's just a waste of time. And it's a waste of energy because you're exchanging energy. You're giving your body to someone else. Do you realize that? You're giving your connecting soul to soul. And you want that, you don't want that to be a wasted, (laughs) wasted effort. Now, for some of you, orgasming is not everything. I've met people like this. And sometimes. I think I started to talk about that and I got off track. Sometimes we're with someone, excuse me, who pleases us that we have good sex with, but we might still fake every now and then because we're tired or we just don't feel like it. You know, sometimes you just don't feel like (laughs) you. I know it sounds crazy, but I've been in this position where it was just kind of like, I just want to, I just don't feel like putting in an effort right now. I'm I'm effort 99% of the time, but I just don't feel like it right now. <laughs> it could be for any reason. You had a bad day, your stomach's acting up, whatever it is, you just don't feel like it. Like we've been there, you know. Even when you're having great sex with someone, 
Um, you know, sometimes you just do. And that's okay. But I'm talking about you who are consistently not being pleased. No. No. It's not okay. It's not okay. So, with that being said, I would love to know how you feel about this. I'm going to, and I and this is something that I promise, so I'm definitely going to do it. I'm going to post a blog post about this because I want to hear your input. And or you can simply follow me on Instagram right underneath the um the um the post comments. I know it's public so you might not want to do that. But um so going to my blog is probably the best place because you can make up a name. You know, you can be your schmo and still comment. Um, just don't go on there being rude and stuff because it won't even post if you start posting all kinds of nonsense. Um, I'm going to go ahead and post this. Today, I'm not going to say what today is, but that post will be up. Um, give me... Friday. Friday. What's Friday's date? Never mind. I'll look myself. Hold on one second. Friday's date is the 20th of March. So by the 20th of March, you'll see a post on glowmob.com about sex being sexually selfish and i would love to hear your comments and your input and stuff like that about this topic this is something that i mean what else are you gonna do right now it's for so much television that you can watch let's talk about things that are gonna make us better at the end of this whole virus thing and your sexual health is important as well if you didn't know that you know that now (laughs) your sexual health is important as well now some of you um are in same-sex relationships and stuff like that this is the thing about me i don't judge anyone so whenever i say he or she or whatever you can insert whatever pronoun you want to insert the rules are the same if the person is not pleasing you then changes need to be made so this is for everyone I don't like to just block other people. This is for everyone. I know that I didn't sit here and talk about gay sex. I know that I didn't sit here and say, but the rules still apply. So this is for everyone. This is for men. I know that I mainly talked about a woman being pleased, but fellas, um, if you're not being pleased, same thing. You just have to tailor it to you. If I sat here and was politically correct and covered every single spectrum, we'd be talking for four and five hours, and I just don't have it. I really don't. I don't don't have it. So you kind of have to, (laughs) you got to take it for what it is and apply it and take what you can and leave the rest, okay? Look out for that post on my blog on the 20th of March. It might even be up there before then, but still in all, it'll be up there. And I want to hear from you. Now, listen, you might have to log in. Not you might, you will. You have to create a login to actually uh, post. Takes two minutes. That's it. Okay? (laughs) 
Until next time, I thank you for just vibing with me on this subject and not being uptight. Some people get really uptight when it comes to sex, and I don't know why. Sex, sex, sex. Everybody has it. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> I'll see you on the blog. Have a good day.